Welcome to The Ron Show for Friday, December 9th, 2022. I'm your host, Ron Roberts, and we thank you for listening on the America One Radio app and at AmericaOneRadio.com. Archived audio for past shows and interviews and lots more. Blogs galore at RonShowATL.com. The phone number to the show, 404-919-2725. And because we pre-tape the show and it re-airs at night, it may mean I don't answer, but it does mean you can leave me a voicemail. You can also text us, 404-919-2725, and leave comments or say, hey, I'd like to come on the show and talk to you about dot, dot, dot. Feel free to do that. All right, so we have a good bit to get into today. The second half of the show, I have Jason Dozier, District 4 City Councilman for the City of Atlanta. We're going to talk about parking regulations. Ooh, exciting stuff. But it actually is because it speaks to Atlanta's push to make the city a more people and pedestrian-friendly city and a less choked-up-with-cars kind of city. And I know a lot of you who maybe listen in the suburbs, you, you roll your eyes and you go, oh, traffic's already a nightmare in Atlanta. It's kind of the idea, guys. Uh, we do have a mass transit system, such as it is in Metro Atlanta, and city leaders are looking to encourage folks to utilizing it, even if you don't live in the city. You know, say you're coming from Gainesville or somewhere in Gwinnett County, Lawrenceville, Snellville, Alpharetta, and you want to come to a concert at State Farm Arena or at Mercedes-Benz Stadium. But you want to drive your car all the way into the city? Why not stop at a MARTA station, park there for less money, by the way, and then come into town, again, less money when you use MARTA, and then you can walk around to the shops and restaurants instead of spending time in gridlock trying to get to your destination. Anyway, that's the second half of the show today. There are some uh, new parking regu- regulations coming down the pipe to encourage developers to... Uh, come up with less parking spaces in these multi-story parking garages before you even get to the part where you've got retail and residential. Fascinating stuff. Here's what else is fascinating. We keep learning so much about what went down to bring Brittany Griner home. Uh, Yesterday, almost immediately, almost as if on cue, right-wing media and the pundits galore slapped back with, what about Paul Whelan? What about Mark Fogle? Without a whole lot of information. Information like, um, Mark, yeah, Paul Whelan is a former Marine. That much is true. What they left out was that he had been discharged for bad conduct, a felony larceny conviction. Mm. Or that he has joint citizenship in four different countries. That he was arrested going to a air quote, wedding with like $100,000 cash on him. Hmm. He's being held for espionage. And listen, I'm not one to trust what the Russians tell us, but there's a lot of smoke there. There just is. And even if he's not there doing espionage things for the U.S. government or whatever of the other four, three countries that he has citizenship in, then um, can we can we focus on the fact that, okay, you want to call him a, a Marine, and he is a former Marine. I reached out to a Marine buddy of mine last night, and I specifically asked him, I said, uh, does a Marine who gets discharged for bad conduct with a felony conviction fit under the analogy, the, the phrase, once a Marine, always a Marine? And immediately, 
My buddy said, no. I asked him, I said, is that your opinion or is that common opinion in the core? Common opinion, he said. So there's that. But this narrative, this trope that he is uh, somehow a, a Marine who had been behind enemy lines and left behind. I mean, it's so romantic, right? Saving Private Ryan. Uh, only Paul Whelan isn't Private Ryan. He's not a hero. And he might actually be a spy, if not for us, uh, one of the other three countries or whoever hired him to spy on Russia. Maybe. I mean, it, it, it is inside the realm of possibility here. Also, his family immediately, when speaking to media uh, as Brittany Griner was released, said that President Biden had to make the deal. It was the deal he had, and it was the deal he should have made. They stand by that. They obviously want their loved one home, but they understand why Joe Biden made the deal he did. Now, we can talk about uh, the, the, the guy, the, the Victor, was it Victor Bout that they released, the arms dealer. We have arms dealers here in the U.S. Go to a gun show. That gun show loophole exists for a reason. There are American Victor Bouts. <laughs> but the thing is, whether we can talk about how the deal is one-sided or, oh, Putin owned Biden on that one. I mean, at the end of the day, can you not just be happy that an American citizen is freed? I mean, sure, she had cannabis oil on her, maybe. But the crime for that isn't a 10-year sentence. It just isn't. Not even in the U.S., where at the state level, there are still states imprisoning people for having marijuana on them. But nobody knew who Victor Bout was before yesterday. Everybody I see complaining on social media about, what about Paul Whelan? They didn't know who Paul Whelan was before yesterday. Mark Fogel either. Mark is an interesting case. For some reason, he is not deemed by the State Department to be unlawfully imprisoned by a foreign country wrongfully. There's a, there's a status for that. And I, you know, I'm not a State Department official. I don't have any sort of clearance, <laughs> security clearance whatsoever to tell you why he doesn't meet that threshold. But as of right now, he does not meet that threshold. So there are questions about Mark Fogel that we could ask. We could ask lots of questions. We could ask about the Zapruder film. <laughs> we could ask about a lot of things that the CIA and the FBI, our intelligence community, the State Department, will not tell us. So know this. Know that if President Biden went to his intelligence apparatus and said, uh, Brittany Griner's available to us if we let this guy, this Victor Bout guy, go, what are your thoughts? If there were hesitations, if there were reasons that our military and intelligence folks had reason to hand-wring about that. Well, I, th I think there would have been some pause. And who knows how long we had to think about this. Who knows how long the list was that Russia gave to us, that we gave to them, about who we'd like. Hey, we'd like, we'd like these three people released. Russia would go, well, we'd like these five people released. We don't know how many there are. We don't know that Victor Bout was the top get on their list. We don't know that, and by the way, he'd been in prison for 10 years. He, he'd done 10 years of a 25-year sentence already. We don't know that he's 
not been rehabilitated or flipped or whatever. There are just so many things that we don't know. Here's what we do know. We do know that immediately when the announcement came down that Brittany Griner was coming home, that there was backlash from the right. Grasping for who else could it have been other than Brittany Griner. Is it because she's black? Is it because she's gay? Is it because she kneeled during the national anthem? Is it because Joe Biden got her released, negotiated a release? I don't know. Could it be all of those things? I don't know. I just know that we're watching as the Clay Travises and the Buck Sextons and the Ben Shapiros try to hero worship Paul Whelan, a former Marine, without also telling you that he was a discharge for bad conduct Marine, larceny conviction Marine, that he might actually, there is the realm of possibility that he could be a spy either for us or for some other country and that Russia has him jailed for cause. And again, it pains me to even give Russia the benefit of the doubt in this case. I'm not a support Putin kind of guy. And here's how off the wall the right is about this. While Ted Cruz is tweeting about Brittany Griner's release and what abouting Paul Whelan, Brittany comes home to her home state of Texas. Texas. Never mind that Ted Cruz has enough going on in his personal life right now. There are reports that his daughter, who I think came out as bisexual, may have tried to take her life. Focus on your kid, Ted. Focus on that. Maybe dwell on some introspection. Gee, could it be that my inflamed, bigoted rhetoric that my daughter obviously hears and sees had some role in this? You know, it's a private matter. It's not even for me to talk about. I I just, you know... Brittany Griner is a Texas resident. Ted Cruz is a Texas senator. And here he is bemoaning the return of an American citizen, someone who played for this country in the Olympics, who is also a Texas citizen in the state that he represents. You, you can't make this, this kind of clown car stuff up, except here we are watching it again. Another reason to just not be united, the United States. We can't leave politics at the water's edge anymore. Because the right just has to complain about something damn near all the time. All right, we've got more coming out in the aftermath of the Herschel Walker defeat, including a really awkward text exchange. We're going to dive into that next segment. And then Jason Dozier, back half of the show from the Atlanta City Council. Here on The Ron Show, America One Radio app and AmericaOneRadio.com. I'm hoping you've heard me say this before. I am actually also a realtor with eXp Realty. And you can learn more about me and my business at rononthereal.com. Or you can call me if you have questions about buying or selling your house. Just want to find out what your home's worth. 843-283-0078. Actually, you can get the home valuation done at rononthereal.com as well. And see the latest listings. About to list a nice home down in McDonough in a 55-plus retirement community. Can't wait to tell you a little bit more about that. But what I do want to tell you about is this. Have you noticed, by the way, everybody's been grousing about interest rates rising? They've actually been going down, mortgage rates anyway, for the last few months. Hmm, interesting. Okay, so it's not like historic lows like it was in 2020 and 2021, but still, we are seeing a little bit of a backtrack in mortgage rates. 
And by the way, lenders are offering buy-down programs that can get that mortgage rate down by one, two, often three percentage points so that you are buying back at the rates folks were buying at in 2021. I'd love to introduce you to some of those lenders. A lot of them, good friends of mine, I can set you up and then we can start looking for your new place. Give me a call at 843-283-0078 or hit me up, ron at rononthereal.com. Georgia MLS 396-720. And if you're looking to sell your home, well, I just told you, interest rates are actually kind of crawling back a little bit. So there's a lot more interest in the housing market again. I get it. It's the holidays. You want folks not traping through your house and gawking at your Christmas presents. And that goofy uncle of yours is visiting from Vermont through the holidays to get away from the snow. That's fine. Don't have to list it right now, but it is time to start talking about listing your home if you're looking to do so in January or February, right before the spring market heats up. Give me a call, 843-283-0078, ron at rononthereal.com.